Whispers of the Lost World, written and directed by Martin McConey. Available everywhere you listen to your podcasts. The scenes contain graphic content and violence, including death, not suitable for listeners below 16 years. Listener discretion is advised. All post-production has been done by Martin McConey. May the whispers guide you. This scene happens in the present timeline in a bar in Warsaw. The ambiance is a mix of chatter, clinking glasses, and soft jazz music. The bar is crowded with a diverse group of patrons, some engrossed in conversations while others sip their drinks in contemplative silence. You know, I read this article about the latest scandals in the Catholic Church. It's appalling how much they've tried to cover up. Yes, it's a disgrace. But it's not just the church. Corruption is rampant in politics, too. Look at what's happening in this country. For corruption and politics, it's like a never-ending cycle. But hey, at least we have good wine to drown our sorrows in, right? Aha! To good wine and terrible politicians. Cheers to this disgrace indeed. Isn't that Senator Michal over there? Yes, he's a regular here, especially around election time. Ah, the politician's pilgrimage to the local watering hole. Classic move. I've heard he's quite the conservative. Not exactly my cup of tea, but I suppose he has his supporters. Yes, well, let's hope he's not here to stir up trouble. The last thing we need is a political debate in the middle of our evening. Agreed. Let's keep the conversation light tonight. We're here to relax, after all. The group exchanges wary glances, acutely aware of the presence of Senator Michal in their midst. Despite their differing political views, they tacitly agree to steer clear of contentious topics and enjoy their evening in peace. Little do they know, their plans for a quiet night out are about to be shattered by unforeseen chaos. At the far end of the bar, a woman in her mid-twenties sits nervously, clutching a microphone. She is surrounded by a group of supportive friends, whispering encouraging words. This is Katerina, about to perform for the very first time. Behind the counter, the owner, a grizzled man with a warm smile, wipes down the bar as he addresses the audience. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention please? Tonight we have a special treat for you. Our very own Katerina is going to grace us with her beautiful voice for the first time. This is a song originally composed by Martin McConey. Let's give her a warm welcome. This should be good, I know her. Take me to a place where I can feel safe I know we've been running our entire lives Can we meditate on this hallelujah? Find our image in a broken mirror The light in our hearts is slowly dimming Will time stop to accommodate our reeling wings but we're trying to fly again hearts barricaded but we want to feel again we want to feel love i know that there are times we might wake up feeling shallow but i know our 
heart are full of gold, there's a better tomorrow. Hold on to that string of hope. There's a fighter inside you. She's so fight on. She really is. I know that there are times we might wake up feeling shallow, but I know our hearts are full of gold. There's a better tomorrow. Hold on to that string of hope. There's a fighter inside you, so fight Look who are those people outside with the truck. Something is wrong. Shh, quiet. Take a brush and paint your picture. Here's a pen, write your own story. Cry every last, every last year that held you down. It's a bomb! <laughs> is a continuation of the present timeline from the time Ali and Skye discover the scroll. Ali, we've stirred something ancient and powerful. The scrolls are conduits to forces we might not fully comprehend. I have been around for a while in this lifetime, but this I never understood. As the blood flows from the scroll, the whispers yes. intensify, echoing in the chamber. The threads of time unravel, the observer the weaves, the cosmic dance begins. The threads of time unravel. The observer weaves. The cosmic dance begins. Observer, what is going on? I thought we were fixing things. The observer, 
That name has been more of just folklore. There is no way. In the hidden chamber, Ali and Sky are caught in the vortex of cosmic energy. Symbols on the walls glow brighter as the ancient forces awaken. We need to seal this chamber, Ali. The threads are loosening, and the observer's influence is spreading. As Ali and Sky attempt to seal the chamber, the whispers grow louder, echoing prophecies and warnings. The choice is yours, weaver of time. Embrace the darkness, or restore the balance. In the hidden chamber, Ali and Sky, fueled by determination, manage to close the concealed compartment. The symbols dim, and the cosmic energy diminishes. We've contained the immediate threat, but the observer's influence lingers. We must decipher the scrolls and understand their true purpose. We'll find a way to set things right. I won't let my friends be pawns in some cosmic game. The dance has just begun. Weaver of time. Choose wisely, for the threads are in your hands. And with that, the blood that had gushed out slowly flows back into the scroll. A hint has been given, and the only option left is to take action. The next scene happens at the port of Port Poishov. Alley and Sky, clutching the ancient scroll, stroll through the lively port town, bustling with traders and sailors. They approach the harbor where a ship named the Whispering Gale awaits. Volley! Ali, remember the old code I told you? We can't just spill the beans about our quest. Absolutely. Let's drop some breadcrumbs without giving away the bakery. As they approach the ship, Shiloh, the captain, eyes them with an air of curiosity. Wow, wow. What brings you two to the Whispering Gale? Looking for a pleasure cruise? Or something more exotic? We are in the market for uncharted territories, places no man has ever reached. You know, the kind of journey where the map has blank spaces. And even Google says, nope, can't help you here. Shiloh raises an eyebrow, intrigued by their cryptic words. Uncharted territories, huh? You're not the first to seek the mysteries of the greater known. But let's just say... The ship has seen its fair share of peculiar requests. We've heard rumors of a place where ancient secrets are still whispered by the winds. A place that hasn't seen a tourist selfie stick in centuries. No, sorry. I've never heard of it before. You go along then. Please ma'am, there is more at stake if we do not tag along. Yeah, we're looking for a destination so hidden that even the Bermuda Triangle gets jealous. I admire your sense of humor. But unfortunately, the answer's still in there. 
you have to find another ship. Serat ore sodem pinakem volurenon. The one who wishes to live must die a thousand times. How do you know that language? Sky removes the veil covering wrapped on her head. There are symbols as ancient as time itself tattooed on her neck. I am Sky, daughter to an unknown father, the last seer of the first universe. They say your kind ceased existing a millennia ago. Ramesetto Lumsentra. Ramesetto Lumsentria, which means Apologies, Lady of the Light. Ali and Sky climb on board. Ali, holding the ancient scroll with care, feels a strange pull. A gust of wind makes the cloth slip and the scroll brushes against his skin. A subtle chill runs down his spine. Sky, I don't feel so good. Mother of the Seven Seas, what is happening with his eyes? Ali touches his eyes and feels the veins boiling with blood. Don't touch your eyes. You have been contaminated. I cannot see, I can... Oh no! Oh no! This is happening again. This is happening again. Remember when the group initially jumped into the portal? This scene is a direct continuation. If you aren't sure, watch the episode titled The Portal. One other detail, the version of Ali, or rather say my version here, in this timeline is not the same version as you just heard in the previous scene. Confusing enough, give it time to sink in. In a blinding cascade of light, the boundaries of time and space convulse. Our travelers ripped from the fabric of their reality, find themselves in an attic where the vestiges of familiarity cling amidst a sea of confusion. The room echoes their past, but whispers of a time long before their existence. What just happened? Did we move? This... This doesn't make sense. It's, it's the attic, but it's not wrecked. Everything looks... older? Those are warplanes. This is... no way. This is a narrate. Oliver, are you mad? Get away from there. They'll see you. He's really pale. We need to get help. We can't stay here. Where the hell are we? When are we? This is nuts. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, I need to think. The diary... It, it mentioned a temporal shift. You must have triggered it. And? And I think we've moved through time. Hi, now. Scrambling noises, rustling, and faint footsteps as everyone seeks cover. The attic door creaks ominously, 
and the sound of two new people entering is heard. Their rapid conversation in Polish, tinged with palpable fear, fills the room. Nasz dom, te potwory napadają na nasz dom. Zapłacą za to, obiecuję ci. Helena, upon seeing the group, screams. We don't mean any harm, we're just lost. The attic, a haven turned prison, bathes our travelers in shadow and fear. Within these close, desperate confines, the specter of war is not the only adversary. Trust hangs by a slender thread, and misunderstanding is their uninvited companion. Helena's husband pulls a gun and points it at the group. He's scared. We are all scared. He thinks you might be spies or worse. Or worse. What could be worse than spies and why would we be spies? Please, lower your weapon. Tende needs help. He's going to die, can't you see? <coughs> We're not supposed to... <coughs> <coughs> we're not supposed to be <coughs> any of this. We're just, we're just lost. Lost in ways you can't even understand. Where are we? There's a pause. The atmosphere heavy with dread, waiting for the inevitable. Krakow, Poland, it's all, it's all wrong. The war... What war? What are you talking about? It's a fucking invasion. Fear. Fucking Germans. A city under siege. Oh no, oh no, hell to the fucking no. We're in the past, this is World War II. Before anyone can respond, the fragile truce breaks. Voices rise in fear, in accusation, the sound of a unity fracturing. This is insane. Zahara, what were you thinking opening that damn diary? Me? You were the one so obsessed with these artifacts, pushing us all to dig deeper and deeper, and it's my fault? And you, Amina, you've always been so careless, dragging us into your mess. Careless? Look who's talking. Mister, I never take responsibility for anything. You're just a coward behind all that talk. Stop it, all of you. This hate, it's not us. Always the curious one, right, Zahara? But you know nothing about consequences? Living in your head, detached from reality. You know what? At least I chase my curiosity. I don't settle and stew in jealousy like you. You've always been a mess. Dragging others down with you because you're too weak to handle your life. Brilliant, Amina. Just brilliant. Always jumping in without thinking. It's just an old diary. You said, what could go wrong? <laughs> oh, shut the fuck up, Ali. Ever the critic. Never the one with actual solutions. What's your plan? Huh? Mr. I know better? Enough. Can't you see? You're tearing yourselves apart while one of you is dying? In the face of the unknown, amidst the echoes of a war they never lived, our travelers fracture under the weight of their humanity. Their unity, once their strength, now lies shattered at their feet, a casualty of fear and the merciless pressure of circumstances beyond comprehension. The attic suffocates with tension, mistrust, and hostility. Echoes of distant warfare punctuate the group's growing discord. Can't you see what this time travel experience had turned us into? 
The tension in the attic reaches a peak as the group faces the arrival of two menacing German soldiers. The distant sounds of warfare serve as an ominous backdrop, intensifying the impending danger. Was haben wir hier, verdammte Spione? The first soldier asks the second soldier in German if these are spies. They don't look like spies. Maybe they've escaped from Dr. Helga? No, we are not spies that we are lost in, um, time. Who is Dr. Helga? Kniet nieder. Du wirst noch früh genug herausfinden, was mit Spionen passiert. The first soldier commands them to kneel as he pushes them to the floor and takes the gun from Helena's husband. The group, compelled by the soldier's ruthless demeanor, reluctantly kneels. The soldiers draw their weapons. One of the soldiers blindfolds everyone with pieces of rags from his backpack. This will be a memorable execution, wouldn't you say? I don't want to die. I don't want to die. I'm too young to die. Oh God, oh God. The distant sounds of warfare intensify. A sudden commotion of shouting and chaos outside pierces through the tense atmosphere. There are sounds of barking dogs. Dogs? What's going on out there? The soldiers, momentarily thrown off balance, turn their attention towards the unexpected disturbance. The group, now sensing a fleeting opportunity, exchanges cryptic glances. Hör auf zu flüstern und bleib da. Es ist noch nicht vorbei. The soldiers cautiously move toward the window, leaving the group in a momentary state of suspense. Just as the soldiers are about to investigate, an unexpected revelation unfolds. What's happening? Are they shooting at us? No. They're firing at someone else. At who? As the group grapples with the uncertainty, the sounds of footsteps approach the attic. The tension in the room intensifies, and the travelers brace themselves for what comes next. Remove their blindfolds. You can open your eyes now. The group cautiously open their eyes to find three women standing before them. The atmosphere is charged with a blend of confusion and curiosity. Welcome to a reality you never knew existed. We were waiting for you. I am Ilara. Please show your support by rating the show and leaving a review. May the whispers guide you.